welcome to the podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Young in Love podcast. I am super excited that you are here today. On the previous episode of the Young in Love podcast, we talked about parental wickedness in high places and I am so happy because of the feedback that I got on that episode. A lot of people could could relate with the um, episode either because they know someone who's been affected by parental pressure or they themselves have been affected or they already feel that they will be affected given the kind of parents that they have. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, you should listen. Super exciting episode. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing dealing with third party attraction in a committed relationship. And this, um, this episode is born out of um, a conversation that I had with a friend on uh, Instagram. So I made a post and this friend replied asking how I deal with attraction, you know, when I'm in a committed relationship. And I was like, it simply does not happen. <laughs> I can't tell you how I deal with it because I've not really found myself in a committed relationship and at the same time being attracted to someone else, uh, you know, so I, I couldn't really give her an answer. She was like, yeah, and then she explained further and further and I was like, okay, perhaps we have different definitions of attraction. So maybe you see attraction as a surface thing, whereas I'm thinking of attraction on a more deeper level so i told her i will provide answers to her on an episode and this is me doing the episode how do you deal with being attracted to someone else when you are in a relationship could be your boyfriend could be your girlfriend could be a husband or a wife you know a committed a closed relationship how you and maybe you can relate to this because personally I cannot really relate. And I told her, I said, the most that happens for me is I could appreciate something like as a lady, if I see a guy that's good looking, yeah, mentally, you know, you can just see and the eyes, the eyes work in split seconds and the brain interprets in split seconds. So when you see someone who's good looking, it doesn't take you two minutes to to ruminate on on the person or to to assess the person's physical features to to know that the person is good looking the moment you set eyes on the person instantly your brain can appreciate that okay this person is good looking and maybe it works the same for guys i can't speak for guys because i'm not a man so perhaps when you see a lady who's good looking even if you already have a wife or a girlfriend you can instantly appreciate that she's good looking but that doesn't take seconds like it doesn't take up to one minute or two it's it, it's in it happens in split instantly the moment you're seeing the lady you she's pretty and it ends there like the same thing with seeing maybe someone who's intelligent maybe you're just listening to a conversation that maybe you're not even a part of the conversation but someone is really dropping nuggets and you're like mm, this person is smart you know so it's not attraction it's just an appreciation for those qualities that you can see and, and unlike attraction i feel like attraction is a step beyond just appreciating or admiring something it, attraction is a step further and 
and I said perhaps we 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 regard attraction differently, you know. So hey, to the person who asked this question, this episode is especially for you. But I hope that to all others who are listening, uh, you can <laughs> benefit, you know, from something that is being said on today's episode. I think, like I said earlier, attraction goes beyond just the mere appreciation of these qualities, you know. A mere appreciation or admiration of something does not need you to start having strong desire towards that thing. You see a person instantly and you can appreciate the beauty of that person. Or you, someone is present, making a presentation on a TV show or whatever and you can instantly tell, okay, this person is smart from what is being said. And that's where it ends right you know you say oh yeah i agree with this point this person is smart this person is intelligent this person is beautiful this person is this that's where it stops but when it comes to attraction attraction is like i don't know a quality or a feature that evokes desire this is why i think that attraction is a step beyond it's a step beyond just the mere appreciation or admiration of something it, attraction is a quality this a feature anything that evokes desire right and it could be of any it could be of any kind it could be sexual it could be a romantic attraction could be physical attraction emotional attraction aesthetic attraction and all of these types all of these kinds have something in common if you ask me you can you be sexually attracted to a person romantically attracted to a person physically attracted to a person emotionally attracted to a person when it comes to aesthetics you can think of it in terms of beauty but i would like to think of aesthetics in terms of things like maybe people who have a love or an attraction for archaic architecture like ancient structures they love those ancient buildings so that's that for aesthetics so we're not going to be talking about aesthetics because in my head i'm interpreting it in terms of things but this episode is about people not things so we're going to leave that out why do people become attracted to others when they are in a committed relationship i'm going to be giving about maybe five or six reasons but note that these this uh, this list is not exhaustive right there are a thousand and one reasons why you might be attracted to another person who is not your partner and the first reason that i because i kept thinking why if tomorrow keziah finds herself attracted to someone else what will be the reason it's never happened i don't think it's going to happen but here are some of the reasons why you might find yourself being attracted to a third party when you're in a committed relationship the first one is inadequacies on of, of your partner so you're in a committed relationship and you're thinking oh i'm going to try to keep this episode as short as possible <laughs> so the first reason is uh partner inadequacies like you're in a relationship and you you know there's this thing we call see finish in nigeria it's like when you've gotten so close to a person when you've become so intimately connected with a person this intimacy it could be of any kind it doesn't have to be sexual right when you become so close to a person that you see all of their flaws you see all of their shortcomings you see all of their inadequacies you see everything you know how their poop smells you know the sound of their urine hitting the toilet you know how they snore 
You know what their breath smells like first thing in the morning. You know them in and out, through and through. The see finish syndrome, right? So when you start to see the inadequacies of your partner, for example, they're not as romantic as you would like them to be, or they're not as intelligent as you would like your partner to be, or they're not as ambitious as you would like your partner to be. It could be anything, you know, an inadequacy. When you start seeing those inadequacies in your partner and you meet someone out there at your place of work, at school, at church, wherever at all, you meet someone out there who appears, right? Who appears to have these adequacies, like, you know, those things that you wish were in your partner but are lacking so when you meet this person out there oh this person is really ambitious perhaps you're with a man who's just okay with the status quo he doesn't want to be as rich as bill gates he's not trying to climb any ladder any social or career ladder he just feels that if he's able to provide for his family and just have enough to help those around him he's fine but you want someone who's so ambitious who's like you know trying to be on the next big thing who's trying to you and then you you meet this guy at your place of work who is constantly scheming to climb the ladder like oh no, i'm going to do this do you know f f he's quoting statistics and how he can do this and, and in your mind they're just like oh my god if only this could be my man like if only my man could be this ambitious or if only my woman could be this ambitious but you have a lady and and you're in a relationship with her and all she thinks about is how to look good um skincare routine just like me <laughs> or you know she's just always thinking in one direction big brother and i judge you have you heard what the latest is but you really want a lady who's yeah maybe she can be all of those things but in addition to that she is thinking maybe corporate like um how what, what can i do what business can i start or how can i improve myself do i need to go for like a master's degree or do i need to get my phd or um you know you want your woman to think in that light but she's just really limited and then at your place of work you now meet a lady who is a texas who you know she's a da -da -da. it won't be long before especially if you're constantly exposed to that person you know and that's why a lot of people i don't know many affairs in quote start from the, the from the office because of i don't know the constant exposure to that particular person so when you're constantly exposed to that person attraction can set in where you're drawn to those qualities that you like but that are lacking in your partner this is not about cheating now it's just attraction right the next point is sexual fantasies you know you see someone out there like a third party someone who's not your partner and this lady is very curvy and she, when she walks everywhere is bouncing mm, mm, mm. and so your head you've had fantasies these fantasies could be from anywhere could be from watching pornography could be just your own personal desires the things that you think you would love right and then you see this lady she's bouncy she's curvy she's so she looks soft and she has a strong sexual appeal and blah 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 and because she's so curvy and and thick in all the right places you're just imagining what it would be like to take her from the back or 
you're imagining what it would be like you're you've undressed her in your head or you set your fantasies you have a partner right who is just perhaps average you know everything's good but the the i don't know the 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 physical structure of your partner can you cannot satisfy that that fantasy that you have you know it's 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 just there in your head and you just see this one other person out there. It could also be a guy who's like really tall or whatever or looks muscular and you feel like uh, based on his body build and based on the strength that he shows at the gym or whatever, you feel like uh, this man can carry you, he can lift you and you, you're imagining what it's like for, for him to lift you and spin you and put you in seven different positions in one minute. <laughs> you know so when you have these sexual fantasies it's not about cheating like i said earlier you're not you know you're not um consummating the, the thoughts in your head but you're just having them right and it won't be long especially when you're constantly exposed to this person and it doesn't even have to be an in-person exposure these days we have the internet right people are connected through social media on instagram on facebook on tiktok on twitter on snapchat on just name them so when you're constantly exposed to or maybe it doesn't even have to be one person just it could be this particular person on your instagram list who's your follower or who you're following and the first thing that pops up when you open instagram is this person account or their post so that, that's a form of constant exposure and this girl is glowing her skin looks soft skin like butter like milk and you're just imagining what it would be like or she's very busty and you're imagining what it would be like to put your head on her bosom and before long you're you know you're attracted to that person because of your fantasies you know because of the fantasies in your head sometimes it's not even social media it could be maybe you walk really late at night and you have a car and then you have this colleague at work who doesn't have a car so you find that most times you're able to ride home together you give this person a ride and you know maybe somewhere in your head you've always imagined what it's like to be driving and then the person your, your lady right is giving you head or something and then you're constantly driving this colleague at, you know home or dropping her wherever and then you, it's just see listen this mind the kind of minds that we have as humans it spirals wild you know that's why we need the help of jesus too to contain our thoughts so because of that constant exposure where you're always giving this person a ride home especially because you guys work late and it's it's in the night you guys are always riding home together and maybe if you're living in a place like lagos there's traffic and then you're stuck in traffic or whatever you're tired but you know you've always had a fantasy what is it gonna be like if someone gives me a head while i'm driving or while i'm in the parking lot or da, 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 da. and because you guys are always in that position and she's good looking then it starts creeping it could be anything these are just examples right they're not casting so it could be anything with constant exposure and all those like sexual fantasies that you've had in your head attraction can start creeping in you you think that you're attracted to this person whereas it's just a desire to fulfill that sexual fantasy especially because you guys are always in the in quote right place and right time and right circumstances right now the third point is doubt sometimes you find that you're attracted to a third party when you're in a committed relationship because you're having doubts 
about your partner. You're thinking, is this person really the person for me? And especially if you're thinking long term, you're like, can I really marry this person? Is this the person I'm going to be doing life with? Like forever and ever. You know, when you're having doubts, it means that, yes, you're in a committed relationship, but the possibility to bounce at any time is still there. You're still entertaining that thought. You know, you're still entertaining that possibility that perhaps you could find, you know, something better out there. And so when you entertain that possibility, when you entertain that thought, the way that you process third parties is different. Because you're constantly looking, maybe, I mean, who knows who this person could be that person because you're still having doubts about your partner. I had a conversation once with a uh, colleague at work and he told me how he just closed his mind when he got into his relationship and they're married now. He just closed his mind. They weren't married at the time, but they were just in a relationship. But he said he closed his mind. He, he told himself that there's no door out. There's no exit. He sealed it like so in his mind, he was like, this is it. Last bus stop. I'm not looking for any other thing. This is, this is it. This is it. They were married at the time. It was just a relationship. So at this point, he had thrown all forms of doubt uh, and questioning out of the window. And so when you have that kind of mindset, it's, it influences how you interact with third parties right but when you still have doubts when you're not sure when you're thinking i don't think i can do this i don't think i can be with this person i don't think this person is he you know when you just have doubts any form of doubt could be really based on religion like you guys are not compatible spiritually like you know or it could be financially or just maybe based on morals or whatever it is this person is not family oriented this person could be anything when you're having doubts Doubts feed into third-party attraction, right? Now, the next point is neglect by your partner. So you could be in a committed relationship, but you feel neglected. Emotionally, this person is not available for you. This person, I mean, at the end of the day, what couples do, it could be married couples or just people in a relationship, is catch up, you know, on how their day went or whatever it is. But this person is not there for you. Or you guys are on a call, but... You're on a call, but the call is empty. There's no substance. The call doesn't have substance. Like you can be on the call for an hour or two, but the call is empty. If you know what I'm talking about, you're not having meaningful conversations. You're not catching up on each other's days. Maybe one party is just the one spilling everything like, oh yeah, yeah, da, 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 da. And when you're done, the call goes silent. The other person is not reciprocating. It's not, you know, telling you back how their day went or giving you information. That, you know, it's not filling you in. Or sometimes you have needs that are not being met. So neglect, you can think of, of it in any way you want to interpret it. But when you feel neglected by your partner, and then you go out there and then there's this third party who is, who appears to be filling up that gap. You know, this person is very conversational. You tell the person what happened at church or what happened at school or at work. And the person is like, oh yeah, something similar happened to me. Do you know when I was in fourth grade, this, this, this happened. And oh my God, it was this. this. And you just find that you conversing with this person is so easy. Because there's that two-way communication. You talk, I talk, we share experiences. And you know, it's so easy. And before long, you're attracted to that person. Not for any other reason, but just because the person is easy to talk to, you know? 
And before long, you start asking yourself, but this is actually what I want. A partner I can gist with. <laughs> a partner I can converse with. A partner that is vibing with me on the same level. And you're now questioning like, wow, I'm attracted to this guy. Or I'm attracted to this lady because it's so easy to talk to her. You know, conversations are so interesting. We have like, we never run out of what to talk about. And then boom, 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 you're attracted to them, right? That's another point, neglect by your partner. And then the fifth point, I said I was going to give five or six. Now the fifth point is they are your spec. So everybody has a spec. <laughs> so when you meet your spec, the first question is, I don't know, oof, you know, many of us have specs, if we are being honest. Like some, some ladies want six feet, tall guys, broad chest, bearded guys, deep voice. Just name it. And for some of the guys, they want ladies who are either slim, thick, whatever that means, <laughs> or thick, thick, or, you know, everybody has spec who's busty. I watched a YouTube video once of one of my friends and in that video i think this question about spec came up and the question was asked to the man are you a boobs man or an ass man like you know do you prefer the boobs or do you prefer your lady to have more ekb like bots and he just laughed i think in that video i noticed he kind of avoided the question because and how did I know? It was the, the lady that gave them away. She was like, yeah, I know you will not answer this question because you're a boobs man. And the lady is not a boobs lady. Like, it's not, she's not as, as busty, you know? So he avoided answering that question. Now, I'm not making projections or assumptions about their relationship or their marriage. But when you have a spec, right? As a guy, you prefer a lady who's like thick, like her chest goes before her, you know? As in once you look at her, the first thing you see is the chest before you even get to see her face. If, you, if that's your spec and you're in a relationship and you have this spec outside, you're constantly exposed to this spec, some of these other factors start to tie in. Then your sexual fantasies come in. Ah, I can just place my head on this chest. Or something all right or your lady and your spec is this like super tall guy or whatever you just find that you're constantly being attracted to your spec when you meet them because in your head this is my spec and especially when your partner is not exactly your spec but you're with them because oh yeah you guys have shared values and you know whatever 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 Mind you, I'm not talking about cheating. You, we should be able to like do this mental separation. This is, we're not talking about cheating. We're just talking about attraction. It's true that sometimes the attraction will lead to that cheating. But for now, we're just talking about attraction, right? So when you meet your spec, you might find that you're attracted to them even when you're in a committed relationship. I want to keep this episode short. So the last one now is you like the idea of them. You like the idea of the third party that you're attracted to outside of your committed relationship. So it may, it may not be so much about the person himself or herself. It might just be the idea of them, the idea of being with them. So you have a friend who is really popular, for example, and you might find that because you're exposed to him, you work with him or 
you're just you just happen to be in his circle maybe because you guys attended school together and you guys have kept in touch blah 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 you're in a relationship but you're attracted to him it's not so much about him it's the idea of being associated with him just think of any other person that and I, personally i feel like this is really selfish you know so you don't it's not so much about the person because if that person were to be just some ordinary person then mm, Mm, nothing and you're not attracted but because they are popular because they are rich or because they are famous or because they're then suddenly you just find yourself attracted to them you want them to notice you or you want them to you just really wish you could get an opportunity with them just because of the fame right there are a thousand and one other reasons as i said earlier why you could be attracted to another person when you are in a committed relationship but we're going to stop here for now third party attractions they are very dangerous mind you we said we're not talking about cheating right we're just talking about attraction but these attractions can be very very dangerous it's dangerous for all the reasons that i've mentioned um, um before now when you conceive attraction in your heart and then you ruminate on it right you regurgitate that attraction over and over and over again you dwell on it the next thing boom, you'll find yourself cheating right so why is third party attraction dangerous it leads to cheating it can lead to cheating it will not always lead to cheating but it can and the chances are very high very very high especially when you're having doubts especially when you're you're, you're the syphilis syndrome the, the inadequacies of your partners are ever before you especially when you're having those sexual fantasies that you really want to fulfill with this person that you're attracted to especially when they are your speck and especially when it feels like you're being neglected by your partner so when you start having you know the attraction when you conceive it in your heart and it doesn't stop there then you start ruminating on it you're you're you know always thinking ah oh, this person I've, oh my god i find myself really attracted to this person i don't know what to do i have a boyfriend or i have a girlfriend it's dangerous that's the first step to cheating right first step to cheating the next one is when you're having these kinds of attractions for third parties it will lead to conflict in your relationship you just find that you're becoming irritated by your partner or you're just becoming annoyed let's take the example i used you want an ambitious person right maybe before now you've been okay with your partner you guys are just okay you're able to take yourselves and that's it but now you've met this really super ambitious person out there and the person is trying planning to make all the moves boom 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 and you come home and your partner is loving and warm and welcoming and all but you don't just see that they're ambitious like you want that person to be more before long you start having conflict in the relationship hey why can't you do this and the next thing your brain is telling you that your partner is lazy they're not necessarily lazy but because you're already attracted out there to someone who you think is ambitious now your partner is lazy right and then before long there's conflict in your relationship conflict 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 things that ordinarily should not be a problem or would not have been a problem in your relationship you're just irritated by them you you just ugh, you know why don't you have if you if you do press up your chest to expand your muscles why why are you not going to the gym you know your mates are out there mm -mm. you just conflict avoidable conflict the next one is uh 
you become there's a I don't know the word like a lack of contentment you become discontent in your relationship because you're attracted to somebody out there let's take sexual fantasies for example there's someone that you've met you know and don't forget the first step I said here now is that it leads to cheating but you're having this sexual fantasy in your head of this one lady who has a very thick behind and you're imagining what's going to be like to take her from the back, blah, 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 and everything. And now you have a partner who probably doesn't like being taken from the back. It suddenly becomes a problem. It's like, ah, the sex no longer satisfies you. You want more. You want the person to hang upside down. You want the person to do maybe all the styles that you're watching in. You want your partner suddenly to fulfill all your sexual fantasies. And you know, sometimes we, we justify this thing that, you know, after all, I'm not getting it out there. It's my partner. I'm asking you for it. I do not go out there to do it. It's you I'm asking. And is it until I go out there now? you know to go and fulfill this desire or this fantasy before da, da, da. that's a very very selfish thing to say in my opinion i mean if you want to communicate about you know sex and your expectations or your desire there are other ways but don't let it be because now there's a comparison between your partner and this other person out there that you're attracted to right so third party attraction is dangerous for this reason you become discontent in your relationship and i just i just use sexual fantasies as an example it could be any other thing it could be any other thing now the next one is the lack of interest in your partner when you start nurturing this attraction for someone out there you maybe your colleague that you always ride home with and you know you find you're having these really interesting conversations with this person that you're constantly exposed to at work or at church or at school or wherever before long it's like you're no longer really interested in your partner anymore because your interest and and your attention your someone else has those things so when you come home you don't want to talk because all the things you could possibly say for the day you've said it to someone else to the person you're attracted to the person that you have easy conversations with or you come back home and you know you don't you don't want to do anything you just there's, there's a lack of interest in your partner because your those things that you guys used to bond over in the past you're probably doing it with this person that you're attracted to out there could be sexual fantasies could be you know having your emotional needs met you know when you talk about something that the way you expect your partner to react your partner is not reacting that way he's not emotional he's not hearing what you're saying right and you say it to someone else and instantly the person gets it so now you always go to that person for emotional support uh, a shoulder to lean on kikiriki and all that now you find that you're no longer even interested like you don't even want that emotional support from your partner again because boom you're getting it from the person you're emotionally attracted to right so when you nurture this attraction suddenly or gradually you lose interest in your partner the next danger in third party attraction is that you start to compare your partner i think i've already um um, touched on this be, um, before with uh, discontent like when you become discontent you start comparing but this woman has two children now or three four children and she's still able to look good she's still able to look good she's still able to say now are you the first you just have only one and look at you can't even do anything you can't you can't even look good you start comparing <laughs> or you this your ambitious person out there is making moves and then in your head, you are like, ah, 
but my boyfriend is or my girlfriend or my husband or my wife it, ah, ah, is it not the same school you people went to the same degree the same everything why is your own case different are you not making moves so when you start you know nurturing this attraction you have to that ambitious person or whoever you start comparing that person with your partner and that is very dangerous this comparison is very dangerous now the next danger in third party attraction is that it hampers open communication with your partner especially to resolve open issues when you find that the person you're attracted to is able to i don't know meet your needs if you if you're attracted to them because of emotional support or whatever you find that you're no longer really interested in communicating with your partner over those things that maybe used to be a problem you're just okay you've given up like nah i'm done so when you go to work then you you feel alive you become yourself because there's this one work bestie or your work wife or your work husband that's what they call it now abi <laughs> you have this person who meets everything and then when you go home you're a shadow of yourself issues arise but you, you avoid the communication because now nah, you don't have the strength for this and you're looking forward to the next day when you go to work or when you have lunch with this person at work or from church or from it could be I, I always use work because that's what's coming to my head but it could be anything really or this person from social media into instagram or facebook you don't want to resolve things anymore with your partner it it it, it hampers open communication and it, you because you can't it's only in exceptional cases where people are able to have this conversation with their partner that listen they find that they are attracted to someone else for these reasons and this this is ball how many people will come out openly and tell their partners that they're attracted to someone else it's rare right it happens it hampers uh open communication you're you're there's no zeal anymore to resolve issues because you feel like those issues are being i don't know met or whatever by the person you're attracted to uh being attracted to third party when you're in a committed relationship can destroy the self-esteem of your partner because from that comparison you do sometimes you only it's only a mental comparison you're doing it's in your head you're not saying it out if you don't say it out it's in your head but you you will eventually act on that comparison that you're making in your head when you say it out it can destroy the self-esteem of your partner because why are you comparing me with this lady on Facebook or on Instagram? Or for the guy, why are you comparing me with da-da-da-da-da, you know? And for those people who have like the will to walk away from BS, they may eventually leave you and <laughs> God help you that that so-called person you're attracted to doesn't even like you that much. <laughs> You will find yourself broken and empty, right? Because the so-called attraction will likely not want you to. Or you may find that they are not even half as good as your partner was. Some of us make this mistake. Like, we attracted to someone and we feel that perhaps this is the person we should be with, not our partner, you know? There's this 80-20 rule where, you know, there's no person that's perfect like a 100 so if you have 80 percent of what you want in your partner you're good but some of us zooming so much on that 20 percent that's lacking we zoom in so much that we magnify that 20 percent we place that inadequacy always before us and then it becomes the big issue so much so that when we find the 20 percent outside then we're attracted to that person with just that 20 percent 
and it, because we are zooming in we think that that 20 percent is the 100 percent and then we destroy what we have in chase of that 20 percent that looks like 100 percent at the meantime and then when we eventually get together with that person we find that all they have is 20% and now 80% is lacking. For some people, they are able to like get second, third, fourth chances where they meet good people and then they've learned their lesson and so they learn contentment. For some other people, it wrecks their life because they never get a chance to be with the person that they really liked but they did, but they did not realize that was a good person because they focused so much on the 20%. So it's very, very dangerous in summary avoid it by all means flee from it it's too dangerous to be in a committed relationship and nurture attraction for someone else and you know why like we live i feel like and i know we live in perilous times the devil he plays on the tiniest of emotions as fleeting as an emotion is, the devil has a way of capitalizing on it. So avoid, avoid as much as is within your power. Avoid third party attractions. Do not nurture them. Let's say, okay, because you're human, you can't help it. Your ke the chemistry is there or the biology or whatever it is, you respond. That's the first one, fine. But it will be too dangerous to start nurturing that attraction. It could be someone on, from social media. It could be someone that you meet in person and that you're constantly exposed to. Establish healthy boundaries. If you know that, okay, this is where your weakness is. This is what's making you like super attracted to this person. When you guys always talk, talk, talk. Limit your communication. If your weakness is, if they are calling you all these sweet names and da, 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 da. Just limit that communication. Establish boundaries. I won't, I, I'm not here to like tell you how to do how to act or whatever it is but i'm just here to tell you that it's dangerous and as much as you can avoid it there are certain accounts that we have no business following especially like if you're a christian and you mean to take your christian walk seriously there are certain accounts we have no business following there are certain conversations we have no business having with people that are not our partners intimate conversations Th those conversations like why are you having them you know, so there are certain things that we, we can avoid. And if you feel like you're being neglected, have a have that conversation with your partner. Tell them these are my needs. I feel like they're not being met. This is this, that, that, that. Talk it over. But the moment you start nurturing attraction to someone out there because they meet your emotional needs and that, that it won't be long before you, you want to be with them or you wish your partner were like them. And you start that comparison that will eventually ruin every beautiful thing that you have built over the years with your partner. Surrender your thoughts and emotions to God. Sometimes it's like we can't help it. But the first step in being helped is acknowledging that you need help. Maybe you don't necessarily need to make this acknowledgement to a third party. I mean, to a human, like a human being, someone around you. Because some, some people have stupid friends. So <laughs> you go and tell your friend now that you're attracted to this girl and say, ah, guy, you know, you never knock him yet. Or, you know, they were just stupid people. You can acknowledge that you need help to God. Because he's the one person that will not lead you astray. So surrender your thoughts to God. Surrender your emotions to him. Again, do not act impulsively. You don't need to act on every attraction that you feel. You don't need to act on every wind of, of, of tinini tinini that you feel in your body. 
right? <laughs> because if you do, you will be a person without control. And the easiest people to destroy are those who lack control, self-control. Most times, this attraction you think you feel, it's only a mirage. It's not real. And some of us do not do self-evaluation. We just live day to day to day to day. At what point do you pause in your life and audit yourself? Audit your actions, your interactions with people. Audit how you feel and why you feel the way you do. Some of us do not audit ourselves. Some of us do not audit our relationships. Some of us, we don't evaluate things. We just live. We just, you know, day in, day out. We're just existing. We're just living, acting on every wind of impulse and pause. Take a break. Ask yourself, why do I feel the way that I do? Okay, I'm attracted to this person, but why do I, why? Ask yourself and search your soul deeply for answers. Maybe you can uncover why. Just maybe. But to go and act on that attraction and start doing that, it's risky, it's dangerous, right? Now, if you have issues that uh, that are like, I don't know, if you have things with your partner that's a non-negotiable that you find them doing, as the word implies, non-negotiable, walk away. But don't stay there in that relationship with your partner and start nurturing attraction for someone else. You're, first, you're leading your partner on and it's not healthy. If you know it's a non-negotiable, you can't, you, you can't leave. You're not going to do life with that person. You're, you're not going to be committed in that relationship. You're not going to give it your best because you're attracted to someone else. Let the person know and then walk away. Perhaps there's someone here who's struggling with attraction. I don't know the person who asked me this question. If it's a personal experience or if you were um, speaking on behalf of a friend, whatever it is. But I really pray for everyone listening to this episode. If you're married, you're in a relationship, and perhaps you're at crossroads, you find yourself attracted to someone else, to others, you know, someone who's different from the person you're in a committed relationship. I really pray that God will give you the wisdom to discern why you're attracted to that person. If it's something that can be resolved if, with your partner, I just pray that you receive, you receive wisdom, you receive guidance to have this difficult conversation with your partner. And because I'm pro-love, God is love, I'm pro-love, <laughs> I pray that God will bind your heart to your partner such that you don't find yourself being attracted to third parties out there. There is nothing out there. There is nothing. It's just the, the street is cold. There's nothing out there. If you have a good person with 80%, be thankful for the 80%. You, even you yourself, you are not perfect. But don't go magnifying the 20% such that you're, you, you feel like the 20% you're seeing outside is 100. It's not true. Ah, when you ruin what you have and go, they will show you shege. Shege banza. Anyways, <laughs> I pray that all the young lovers, God members who receive wisdom, from God, divine wisdom to navigate the complexities of their relationships and, and the, the complexities of the human emotions. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you did, don't forget, ah, go and follow me on Instagram now. Kilo Shele at love underscore podcast follow my podcast i want to see your comments drop comments mm, share the episode with your with your partner even with that person you're attracted to say eh, mm, i don't know but yeah share the episode share share people need to listen right especially if you enjoyed the episode 
Now until when next we meet, bye and be good. Thank you for listening to this episode of Young in Love. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you did, you can rate us and write a review on Apple and Google Podcasts. Feel free to like our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram at Young in Love underscore podcast. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Subscribe to Young in Love podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts and for Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support Young in Love podcast, you can do this on our Patreon account by visiting patreon.com slash young in love and making a small monthly donation of as little as one dollar every month or even bigger donations as you feel led to but hey if you cannot make any donations that's fine too because besides just money young in love podcast has thrived and will continue to thrive on the prayers and good wishes of good people like you until the next episode bye and be good young in love. Young in love.